0: That's right. It's time. Welcome to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine with Fred Staub and Les Jackson. We are glad you're along for the ride. It's what happens when two automotive journalists start yep. talking cars, driving cars, and pronosticating. We, right, Les? We never stop. Well, <laughs> we, we.
1: We've been doing it for twenty years. It, we never stop.
0: Even when we're not on the air, we keep talking that's about right. it. It's amazing. People are like, "Oh, there's that guy, those guys that talk about cars all the time." But that's okay. We're going to take you on a ride around the automotive industry. We're going to tell you why Volkswagen says, "Well, we don't have to be number one anymore." <laughs> Just strange thing for a company that builds cars to say. So,
1: well, yes, that's right. Uh, but over at Acura. The uh, MDX rates a safety plus.
0: Yeah, that's uh, good. good news. Good news. I was just in the Acura MDX, and uh, I'm sure that's not going to hurt sales in any way, shape, or form. Chipmakers say they can catch up with demand by June. Of course, we're talking about semiconductor shortages less. It has kind of ravaged the automotive industry. People are building trucks and cars yep. and kind of setting them aside, aren't they?
1: Well, not just cars. It turns out it's hurting uh, refrigerator makers and um, washer and dryer makers. This is
0: crazy. It goes in virtually everything. There's a chicken shortage, too, but the chips don't go in there. No. (laughs) I hope not.
1: I hope not. And (laughs) meanwhile, the criminals, creative as they are, are stealing yet— another strange car part
0: yeah we'll tell you what that is and it's one let's just say you can't do without at least for now <laughs> at least for now maybe in the future you can <laughs> right uh, but we're gonna talk tech Germany says it's gonna mine the Rhine river yes you heard right for an important battery chemical apparently it is underwater and it's boiling <laughs>
1: and i'm telling you there's going to be a reality show
0: with the with the
1: lithium miners
0: yeah and they're
1: all going to have weird looking beards
0: uh, yeah they're going to have tattoos and they're going to have beards yep. that will they'll be like you know put together right. with some uh, with some right. rubber bands <laughs> cuz that's what you need apparently that's what every car custom car builder has to look like. i
1: i don't get that
0: yeah well, I guess they're looking for characters, you know, you're like the guy on the count that has the horns. he always yeah right yeah, um, yeah, you walk into most shops. most people just you know, they look they look like they're work, working on cars. They don't a no yeah, specific right. look to them. yeah. well all that and I'm gonna have an at the wheel review of the Toyota TRD Camry. So it's a jam-packed hour on Cruise Control with Fred Staub and Les Jackson. We're going to get right to it when we come back. So stay tuned and check us out at CruiseControlRadio.com, where you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We'll be right back.
1: Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Les and Fred here, and we're going to start off this hour with Volkswagen. Uh... No longer wanting to be the world's largest automaker. Um, yeah. It's kind of like the gunslinger <laughs> in the old westerns, you know, who's getting older and he doesn't want to be the, you know, the top draw anymore.
0: <laughs> can I can I just give you a little aside there? You know what my favorite line is? You remember the movie, the uh, series The Rifleman with Chuck mm-hmm. Connors, and he carried that, that lever action rifle?
1: His son on the show, Johnny Crawford, just died this week.
0: Oh wow, I didn't know that.
1: I just saw it on Wednesday.
0: Wow, I did not know that well, that's sad, but i'll I'll remember the line he said I think it was in the episode. uh he has that gun there, and they the guy walks in. you any good- en- good with that rifle? He goes, "I'm good enough." <laughs> <laughs> It was just one of my favorite lines. Yep. Of <laughs> uh, course, I didn't deliver it uh, like Chuck Connors did, but I'm good enough. Exactly. <laughs>
1: well, good, and and that's an intimidating statement. Yes.
0: <laughs> you know,
1: are you any good? I'm good at you. Know, I'm looking at you. I'm good enough.
0: Yeah. Well, let's get to this Volkswagen story because being good enough may not require them to be the number one auto manufacturer. And as you know, and our listeners know, they had this goal for a long time. They wanted to be the number one automaker. And they had a great comeback from Dieselgate. They sure did. Dieselgate cost them billions and all kinds of-
1: 21 billion or something like that. It was huge.
0: If, if that shows you the size of the company, if they can absorb $21 billion yeah. and still make vehicles and <laughs> reshape themselves to, into yeah. the electric vehicle manufacturer that they're becoming. So they really had this goal, and they were driven by this. The management was driven by this to be the number one automaker. It's basically between uh, them, Volkswagen, and Toyota. And and we're, we're old enough to remember, not that long ago, that GM signed off every one of their emails with, GM is the number one automaker in, in the world. Remember that?
1: That is very true.
0: Yeah, and we haven't... I remember the first email I got without that. I was like, well, there's a change. But uh, they've decided that we no longer uh, going to... Today, we are... This is according to... Uh, Germany's automobile woke automobile world uh, has confirmed that VW's head of passengers car, cars Christian Vollmer uh, that the duel against Toyota is over. He said today we are no longer, we no longer have the goal of being the largest manufacturer in the world in terms of volume. This new approach will not change in the years ahead. Now, he is the head of passenger cars. I, I hope he had. Uh, I hope he had permission to to say that. Because <laughs> so. if he didn't, he might be in for a surprise next week. Wouldn't you say? Hmm. Yes. <laughs> hey, yes. can you see me uh, first thing Monday morning? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on in and close the door. Close the door. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to worry about those meetings later on in the day. Just come see me in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, that is kind of big news, but it could mean that they are uh, uh, teaming up with Toyota. Let's let's take it at that. I mean, they've done incredible things. Volkswagen has done. They have the ID. Four, the Porsche Taycan, Audi eTron. They keep bringing out new vehicles. You and I uh, keep seeing these new vehicles every week. They're launching something new. It's not like they're resting on their laurels or like, ah, we'll let them have it. But maybe it signals that they're okay with Toyota being number one if they buy electric vehicle components and drivetrains from Volkswagen. That's right. Like an mm-hmm. olive branch to say, you know what? Sure. If you want to be number one, we're down with that. But guess what? You'll be number one if you buy our stuff. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's where it's at. But we'll we'll have to see. But interesting statement. I don't think this is a statement that just the guy Christian Vollmer, decided to say on his own. I th- I think it is a well calibrated uh, communication yeah. and, that and remember, they said. Uh, hey, guess what? You're talking to Automobile World. Really, be nice if you drop this little nugget in there, wouldn't you? Say that. That's true. Yeah. That
1: is very true. And remember, both Toyota and VW experienced a sales decline last year.
0: Yeah. Interesting stuff. Well... So, not a big deal. Not a big deal. Well, we'll tell you when we come back about a couple of brand new vehicles that have gotten great safety ratings. It's great information if you're going out to buy vehicles, so stay tuned to Cruise Control. We'll also talk about the Bronco being delayed once again. So, stay tuned. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. We will be right back on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. It's Fred Staub and Les Jackson. It's the show you're dialed into Cruise Control, your on air automotive magazine. Two car guys sitting here talking about cars, developments in the auto industry, tips for buying new vehicles. Vehicle reviews, and the story of Les's sock drawer—all there, and more. That is true. Yeah.
1: One day I'm going to
0: rearrange it. <laughs> All right. Well, that will be an exciting day. But it uh, will. Now, if you're shopping for a vehicle, Les Jackson, I always look for the safety ratings, right? And I research it. And uh, one of the things you want to look for is the IIHS, Insurance Institute for Highway Safety's Top Safety Pick Plus, or TSP Plus. And uh, good news, the vehicle I reviewed last week, which is the actual vehicle there, uh, was an MDX, brand new design for Acura, and I am sure... There is excitement over at uh, Planet Acura because the MDX achieved this top safety pick plus. And it's got, of course, what they call Acura Watch. It's a full suite of safety and driver assistant technology, collision mitigation, adaptive cruise control with low speed follow, road departure mitigation, and more. And, of course, it has the ACE body structure designed to enhance the occupant protect, protection and crash compatibility. You know, I have to say, um, adaptive cruise control, it's, it's interesting. It is not only a great feature to have when you're on the highway. I, I wouldn't want to buy a vehicle without it nowadays. I wouldn't either. I,
1: I wouldn't accept one.
0: Yeah, because people are always slowing down. You get the person in in the uh, lane that decides to make a phone call and then slows down, <laughs> and it's very annoying.
1: Yeah. Oh, boy.
0: Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a unique thing, though, that because of adaptive cruise control, you get crash mitigation, and they're kind of aligned at the hip, aren't they?
1: Well, they are, uh, and that was what they were intended to be. Uh, because it it is a safety device. It's it is keeping you from making mistakes.
0: Yes, it is. Uh, it is certainly keeping you from uh, making mistakes. And uh, I'm especially enjoying your enjoying your friend that just arrived there. Uh,
1: this is our safety engineer. Um, <laughs> He's uh, He hasn't shaved this morning.
0: <laughs> so uh, for people who are, who are not seeing it, it is none other than, is that Peter?
1: That's Bunter.
0: That's Bunter. Bunter. Yep. Yeah, the cruise control cat has made an appearance. So um, cool stuff. Now, more more safety plus news. If you say, well, I, I, I don't want to pop for the MDX. How about the Bronco Sport? Well, that also... Received well, a top safety pick plus award um and i'm
1: I'm getting one of those in two weeks, well, although now I'm getting worried that they may take all these out of the press fleets to sell them
0: <laughs> to sell them or pull the chips <laughs> <laughs> just dismember the uh, the uh, systems to get to the chips. Well, good news for the Broncos sport, Les Jackson. Mm-hmm. Six, it aced all six IIHS crash worthiness tests. Got ra- good ratings in all of them, and really, you go over to the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety IIHS, I think it's dot org. It's something you should do. It's a stop you should make before buying a new vehicle. Because let them do the testing for you. They've done it a great way. They haven't penalized manufacturers. For doing this they've encouraged manufacturers to make them safer because they will sell more vehicles i think that's the way to go
1: it is um you know the idea of all of this is to keep the highways safer right for everybody uh notwithstanding last year's really serious upward trend
0: that's because people were like hey there's no cops around let's drive crazy
1: Okay. Yeah, uh, that's exactly right, which is, yeah, you know, we, anyway.
0: I saw plenty of people driving way beyond what they should be doing on the road. I see it every day, yep. not
1: so much these days.
0: Yeah, a little bit, it's gotten a little bit more back to normal, but yes, it's scary when you see people cutting in and out like that, or, or yeah. multiple people following each other, and you might think you're hip and cool and the best driver out there, and. It's not going to end well. So, never does. It never does. It never does. But anyway, back to the IIHS. Great, uh, great thing to look at if you're buying a vehicle. Uh, just one of the big factors in there. They do the work, they make it safer. And uh, you should actually really go for vehicles that get that as best rating as possible.
1: Yeah, you really, you know, you really need to, to study that carefully. Um uh, as Fred says, the first thing you should look at on the sticker.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, well, let's move on to the chip shortage because we haven't talked about that in five minutes. And, you know, we have to talk <laughs> yeah. about that yeah. all the time. Uh, it's really cut into car sales for many manufacturers. As we said earlier, manufacturers are putting vehicles aside, partially built, waiting on the chips. Now, the chip manufacturers, which are mostly in Taiwan, say that they will be caught up with the demand by June, which must mean they're working around the clock, I would imagine.
1: Oh, they are. They are. But this is, I mean, I've been in chip plants, um, and it is a very, very precise manufacturing. And... Uh, microscopic
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, it's extremely hard to do it well
0: well I think we're going to see i and investors have talked about this I think Silicon Valley venture capitalists are looking into they've been long looking into building chips here so we can control the flow a little bit more and let's let's face it the demand for these chips is not going to decrease It will, if anything, it will increase because more vehicles, uh, more smart things, the internet of things, all that is just going to grow, 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 and grow. And so they're looking at American chip manufacturing. Um, I think I asked you about this. Uh, This, according to an article in Reuters, they say that the uh, venture capitalists are really focusing on this area. Let's face it, Taiwan is not the most stable. Place. It could be invaded no. by China, taken over by China, and then the Chinese would control chip manufacturing, and that could be a bad thing in many ways, couldn't it?
1: It would be frightening. Now, now we, we do have large chip manufacturing in this country, but we can't supply the world, and certainly not even all of ourselves.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the vehicles that's been delayed is the Ford Bronco, the much-awaited Ford Bronco. They are shutting down production because of the chip shortage. It's at the Michigan Assembly Plant in Wayne, Michigan. That's the home to both the Bronco and the Ranger. And it will be shut down later this month for the weeks of May 17th and May 24th. And it was not scheduled previously for this, uh, but the fact is it's due to chip shortage. And Ford has been shutting down other plants where they build vehicles that are less popular. I mean, the Bronco will certainly be popular, but that tells you how dire the chip shortage is if they shut down the plant for this highly anticipated vehicle. People are clamoring for this. Or any, Have any? Have Have you seen any at dealers? I haven't. I haven't
1: either. Um, I have a friend in Cleveland uh, who I talked to yesterday, and he uh, put a Ranger on order. And he was told, "Come on back in and get your money." Wow. <laughs> uh, we can't even tell you when it's going to come.
0: Wow! Imagine that—a dealer telling you, "Come on back in. Oh, <laughs> Here's boy. your deposit. We can't do your business." So. Yeah. Well, we'll have more on the chip shortage when we come back and criminal stealing stealing, (laughs) the strange part. We'll be right back. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. We are two folks taking you on a ride around the automotive industry. We love talking about Developments in the industry, technology, and all kinds of things like that, Les. I'm telling you about the chip shortage, it continues on. Ford has thousands of F one fifty sitting in a massive parking lot outside of Detroit. Mm-hmm. All are built except for certain chips that control navigation and Bluetooth. And they're just sitting there until they get the chips. Which I guess <coughs> they can yeah. easily pop into them i'm hoping that they don't have the whole dash apart and say yeah it's laying there in the front seat and uh yeah we'll uh, when we get this we'll have to put it together right uh, the cost to put something like that in after it's manufactured probably is oh. pretty high i oh. would imagine it's just, just, just not designed for that they go through all <laughs> kinds of production design to get that to probably go into the vehicle well before it's ever completely built.
1: Yeah. Uh, think of the man hours that you have to pay for to put them in after the fact.
0: It's probably all manual, some guy with a screwdriver so, and hand tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, And hopefully you get you get them put into your vehicle on that day. <laughs> <laughs> First thing you well, do is check that Bluetooth mm-hmm. and navigation, I would say.
1: It's, it's better than a little plastic case full of chips and a set of instructions
0: <laughs> some pliers and here's some your tweezers yeah <laughs> amazon careful. sells these chips you know you can get <laughs> one uh, if you order it on prime you can get it in a couple of days yeah so there you have that situation uh this is another weird situation criminals have stolen weird things off of cars for a long time obviously stereos they've done that mm-hmm. My friend had a windshield stolen. They used to steal front bumpers off of Cadillacs, big front bumpers. Uh, I guess crash parts of any kind they'll steal, you know, taillights, sure. things like that. Uh, wheels, custom wheels. But I, speaking of wheels, not the kind of wheels that we're talking about now. Apparently, in Chicago, they are stealing steering wheels. And not just the airbag, which can be... $600 or more. They're steering, stealing the whole steering wheel, and it looks like the whole steering column. And this has happened 11 times between wow. May 2nd and 3rd. They break the left rear window, which according to uh, this repair guy says, in some cases doesn't trigger the car's alarm alarm system, <laughs> which is a pretty bad alarm system if, <laughs> if you can break the left window. And then they just take it to shops and sell it. Uh, and you,
1: well, But how did they get it out?
0: It seems like a complex thing to take out very quickly, doesn't it?
1: It's. I mean, I've taken steering wheels off that's many not, of them, but I haven't stolen any. Uh, they, um,
0: they had a picture and it looked like the whole steering column was gone, not just the steering wheel. Well,
1: that's, that's a procedure.
0: I guess maybe why they steal the whole steering column is for the if you have a a non-push-button-start model? Um, Yep. I mean, because you think about it, if the vehicle was in such an intense crash that the steering column was destroyed uh, or bent or damaged, you know, the part that is designed to collapse so it doesn't impinge on your chest, if it was that damaged, frankly, probably the vehicle is not worth repairing.
1: I would agree, but... If I were a thief, um, and I were building, modifying my own car, building something, and I wanted to modify it for power steering, I would steal the steering column out of a Lexus or something of that ilk, because it's going to have the electric power steering motor attached to it.
0: Wow. Wow. It just seems like a, it almost seems like something that would take an hour to take out of the car. You know, you have to, you can't just rip it out with a crowbar (laughs) because.
1: No, and you can't put a sawzall on it.
0: No, no. And you're inside the car. It just seems like you don't, I don't do this, but uh, it seems like you just don't want to hang around for a long time.
1: It I just can't imagine doing this in less than like a half hour.
0: Yeah. Lots of parts and pieces and little fasteners and you're down on, on the floor looking up at it. Yeah. It's not <laughs> something I want to do on the side of the road in the middle of the yeah. night.
1: <laughs> Knock on the owner's door and ask if he's got some tools and a drop
0: light. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you have some power tools? Yeah. 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 Uh, well, anyway, we'll see if that trend continues, but that, that is certainly a weird one. Uh, this is uh, kind of an interesting talking tech, too. Germany, talking about mining the Rhine In uh, the Rhine River, of course. This is a Reuters article. They plan to mine the boiling hot lithium deep beneath the Rhine River, And apparently these deposits could hold enough for 400 million electric cars. (laughs) Boiling lithium.
1: That's terrific. Well, it's in the water that's boiling. Yes. In hot springs, like volcanic, uh, deep, 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 deep under the river.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This could reduce the reliance of the German auto industry on other sources. Lithium comes from areas... Sometimes, uh, where it's mined by minors, right? I mean, I mean, that is, that's right. Yes, it's mined by minors. I mean, underage minors. How's that? Yeah, right. Um, so, also, lithium, I believe, is supplied by China as well, too, isn't it?
1: They're, I think, the biggest supplier.
0: Once again, it could be that that supply chain could be interrupted. In the future, and you want to assure yourselves that if you are going to build all electric cars, yeah. you want to it's, have a good un, source for It's an for this
1: unstable stuff. supply chain.
0: So the area where this boiling lithium exists apparently is in the Upper Rhine Valley in the Black Forest area of southwestern Germany. It holds enough for 400 million electric cars, and it is one of the biggest mm. deposits of lithium. Uh, will they pull this out of the ground? I don't know. It it They've done some geothermal power stations, and apparently that caused issues where um, it knocked buildings off their fa- foundations and things like that. Although they call it the white gold, $13,000 per ton of lithium hydroxide. That's what the price will be in 2025. That's what they estimate.
1: Well— um certainly if the Germans do it it's going to be done
0: correctly. Yeah, it, it, they're not just going to drill a hole and let it flow out into the water and and just grab it up. It will be done cleanly. So car interests uh, the car industry has shown interest in this and it might be happening in the near future. Here's something that would really annoy me. If I took my car into the dealership for a problem like this one Mm -hmm. person did in Canada, Ontario, Canada. They took their Nissan Altima in because they had an intermittent backup camera. And that's certainly a fiddly problem, and it was still under warranty, and that you would take it to the dealer for that, right? Sure. Well, what happened was this customer had a tracker on his car that would determine where it was and the speed and that, and it was... Like many insurance companies, they do this now. They'll give you a break because they'll Mm -hmm. base your insurance rate on actual how you drive, whether you drive quickly, how much you drive, where you drive, that type of thing. Maybe even when you drive. So he had one of these setups on there. So he got an email uh, or a text that said his vehicle, he had dropped it off the dealer and they said, yeah, we'll look at it. We'll look at it and we'll see what's wrong with the camera. He dro- uh, so he gets an email that it was driving over 92 miles an hour and was nearly 60 miles from the dealer where he <laughs> dropped it off. So he called the police and said, I believe my car is being stolen. It was at the dealer for some work. It was uh, This is late night, and now it's 60 miles away from where I dropped it off and it's driving at almost 100 miles an hour. So the police get to it. They find out. That the manager of the dealership said, told this technician it's okay, take it home and and try it out see see if it works if the camera works. So hmm. the owner went in to complain about this. He said, Hey, you know this you're checking out the rear view camera you're not I'm not telling you, hey, I can't get it up over a hundred miles an hour, and the manager of the dealership basically you know threw him out and said how dare you track one of our people and and now the owner of the car is upset because he's going to be charged more on his insurance because he was found to be driving too fast so it's a sticky situation but it would leave a bad taste in my mouth especially if you're just fixing the rear view camera because you you have to put it into reverse to see if it works so <laughs> yeah bad That's deal true bad deal i would be unhappy well, about that
1: I'd say you have a good lawsuit
0: against the dealer. Yep, exactly. And they should learn how to deal with a situation like that, just not, uh, you know, be nasty. Hey, when we come back, we'll have an after-wheel review. Stay tuned. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. It's Fred Staub and Les Jackson. We've been taking you on a ride around the automotive industry, and we're not finished yet. Not yet. No, we have an at-the-wheel review vehicle I had a chance to drive, and that is the Toyota Camry TRD Edition. And the Camry, of course, well, that's a kind of a bread-and-butter car for the folks over at uh, Toyota. I think it has five different models, something like that. Hmm. And it was one of the first models to debut the new Safety Sense 2.5 Plus, which is really good. Very safe vehicle. This one gets an overall score of five stars on the government safety ratings. Five stars, I believe, all the way through. Yes, everything. Rollover, side crash, frontal crash, overall score. So they are starting with a very safe Family sedan, Les Jackson sedan. You remember those?
1: I do. I lament lament them.
0: (laughs) Well, this is a very safe sedan and a very safe place to start when building a performance car. Toyota Racing Development, TRD. Now, this is something that used to be only found. These models were only found on trucks. But back in 2020, Toyota decided to put it on the Camry. And they lower the vehicle down. I think it's lowered down 0.6 inch. Not a big lowering. Black wheels, red calipers, uh, lots of carbon fiber uh, spill plates. There's a pretty uh, uh, aggressive rear spoiler with side plates on it. Two tone paint, white body, black roof, TRD exhaust. And on the inside they had this uh, sort of a cloth insert seats with red striping and red piping red going goes around the um, floor mats there's red stitching on the shifter and on the dashboard and other parts of the interior uh, and then one of the trends that we've seen in the automotive industry is seat belts and, that are bright red this this has some bright red seat belts typically you would only see bright red seat belts in like a FedEx vehicle. They'd be bright orange or something to remind people to put them on. Yeah, I've got some oos and ahs from the neighbor audience. Uh, I would call them the neighbor uh, cruise control audience. <laughs> they said, "Wow, the, this." The, uh, yeah, the the audience. The audience, yeah. When you pull in, they're always like. There's always the guy that says, what's that cost? <laughs> yep, yeah, I get that too. <laughs> what's that cost? They don't want to know what it is. What's that cost? So um, so the concept here, as a, again, is to start with a very safe sedan, bread-and-butter sedan. You can get it in all different uh, sets of trim. Uh, you can get a hybrid model. You can get most of them come with the Turbo 4, and ours came with the 3.5-liter V6, Not too shabby, 301 horsepower at 6,500 RPM, 267 pound-feet of torque flowing through an eight-speed transmission with paddle shifters, that power going out the front wheels. Um, What I liken this to, and you're going to laugh because it is sort of like the concept of a Plymouth uh, Roadrunner where they took a basic car. And they kept the options low on the inside, but put a bigger engine in it. And that's kind of, I think, yeah. what Toyota has done here. Because on the inside, uh, I'll tell you right off the bat, this is a $32,000 car. On the inside, hmm. you're missing a couple of things that you would think would come on a car that price. There's no dual zone climate. There's no wireless phone charging. There's uh, no heated seats. There's no heated steering wheel. The interior, while sporty, is kind of straightforward. It's not, uh, like in the back, you don't even get like USB ports or controls for the uh, HVAC. It's just kind of like a little open space there, you know. So they've, does not have a lot of those kind of creature comforts. Uh, Seven-inch touchscreen display works perfectly fine, but it's, it's not pretty small, pretty small. Yeah, you do get Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. That's for navigation. That's the only navigation in the vehicle. So it is, I would say, on the interior, a mid- to lower-range equipment level, but it's they've gone for the 3.5-liter V6 because if you ordered the 3.5-liter V6 in other Camrys, you would have to go into like a luxury, a luxury model, which would certainly maybe not be as sporty as this. So, what do they have? What do they put on there? The TRD logo headrest, floor mats, shift knobs, smart key system. Uh, the, you've got a TRD exhaust. I believe that is a catback exhaust put on there. You get the arrow kit with red pinstriping. TRD badging the car is lowered a bit I would say less than an inch i like the 19 inch TRD matte black alloy wheels I'm just a fan of those so you get a less equipped Camry with the bigger engine and some TRD goodies a little bit of lowering and is it fast I mean it's funny when I pulled into my driveway people thought oh this is going to be the fastest thing and I I didn't find it all that fast um I it mean it wasn't it looks fast. It looks fast. <laughs> it looks and the fast. wing, the wing, the wing is is pretty uh, pretty big. Um it's not slow, but I wouldn't I I wouldn't say it was a performance car. I didn't feel like, "Oh my gosh, I'm in a real performance car." It it's kind of a gussied up sedan. You know, it is So it's quick. It it's quick. It's quick, but it is not. It's not going to set you on fire, you know.
1: So it's actually it's peppy.
0: I would say it's peppy. Yeah, sure. It, it it's peppy. Uh, it uh, it certainly was not slow off the line, but I would just say it's it's not like if I was driving it and didn't know, I wouldn't say, oh man, this is this is quite a performance car. Exhaust hmm. note: hmm. not bad, not super loud. Not drony or anything like that. Um, you know, and it's it's basically, as I said, a uh, bread-and-butter Camry four-door vehicle. Great safety. Restyle front end, of course, for um, 2021. And it has the smaller of the two floating multimedia displays, which is new for 2021. Ours was the 7-inch. You can get a 9-inch. Uh, I imagine if you get the full navigation system, you would get that. But I found I really missed certain things in the inside. I missed the wireless charging. I, wi- I missed more connectivity for USB uh, devices. I missed the dual climate control. And it's funny, I guess, because these things, you drive something like a Kia, they're just standard on every vehicle.
1: We, yeah, we... Uh, the downside of what we do is that our expectations tend to be high
0: yeah um and that is right that is a trd catback dual exhaust with polished stainless t- steel tips i like the tips i thought they were yeah, were I nice like um so it's a, it's a nice vehicle it's stylish if you want a sedan that is stylish and sporty uh it it doesn't feel slow but it doesn't feel super fast the exhaust system was not blaring or or annoying it's not like the coffee can exhaust as a lot of us call that where it looks like a coffee can <laughs> hanging off the back of the car um, I like those Yeah so all around there it is 32185 the TRD V6 sedan Camry from